for the early part of spring break, my mother-in-law and her mother, so my grandmother-in-law, came to visit. And they did lots of fun things with us and with the kids. But I think the most fun that my daughter had, my middle child, who's four, was when we were back from an activity. She was sitting on the couch, just tucked right there. It's not a couch, really. It's a love seat. So she was wedged in there between her grandmother and her great-grandmother and watching TV. And to see her nestled in that spot, I, she felt loved and happy and at rest, and I, I envied that, and I desired that for all of us. And I connect that desire with the desire that Jesus expresses in today's gospel, if I can find it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing? Well, the not willing part reminds me of my other daughter, who's just one. So she's still, because our relatives live far away, she doesn't really know that they're relatives, right? And so they come in with hugs and kisses and candy and all the, that sometimes works. But, you know, all these things, they come in with all the love in the world. And my youngest daughter is still cautious. She's not so sure and, and isn't willing to be gathered into the brood as instinctively as, as they would want. Well, I wonder how many times we resist that loving embrace that Jesus wants to offer us and all of the reasons why we have for that resistance. For me, it's sometimes I just feel like I don't have a moment to sit still. Um, I'm, my prayer practice right now is I, every day I do the uh, uh, Ignatian examination of consciousness, consciousness. It's very effective in Lent, too, but it's a discipline of thanksgiving, gratitude, but also of repentance and returning to God for guidance. Now, I love this because I figured out I could do it while I was folding laundry, you know, and while I was driving to pick up my kids. But I think, and it can be powerful in those moments of daily life, but I think that there's some of this resistance. I think there's just not time to sit and let myself be held by the love of God. There are lots of other reasons we might not want to be gathered into the love of God expressed in Christ. It can have to do with the way we see ourselves, the, our images that we have of ourselves. Um, it can have to do with just, um, I don't know, not having that sense in an experiential way, right? And fearing looking for it or just going through days when we don't experience it or whole, se whole seasons. Well, I want to add a little bit, a little something that I hope drives us deeper into that love and into that gathering that Jesus offers us the way a mother hen does. And I notice in the gospel, maybe for the first time, that there's also a fox present here. And so some of Jesus' desire to gather us has to do with that expression of love, but it also has to do maybe with a very real fear of enemies. Now, another thing I love about this gospel is the Pharisees. We're used to the Pharisees. They're usually kind of the, I don't want to say enemies, but the opponents, right? The bad guys, the foils for Jesus. Uh, but here they actually try to help him. And they say, you, you better get out of here. Herod is plotting to kill you. And he says, go and tell that fox. You know, and he tells, tells them what to say. Well, Herod, we should know, this is a different Herod than the Herod, it's the son of the Herod in the Gospel of Matthew who orders the killing of, of all the innocents, the babies who are born around the time of Jesus. But of course, there's good reason to believe that uh, this is the way tyrants behave. There's good reason to fear. 
This Herod is the son, and they kind of broke up the other Herod, Herod the Great's territory. And sometimes I think it's these, I don't know, tyrants over smaller spheres that in some ways that bring us more to fear or because they're below the radar all right, of the empire in the case of this particular Herod. Well, there are many foxes in our world that may give us reason to fear. They can be of all kinds. Here we have a political leader, um, but they may be enemies that are a little bit closer to hand. Now, when we think of the love of God, if it's not enough to imagine ourselves or to feel ourselves or to know ourselves as beloved, maybe becoming aware of ourselves as something worth fearing for can drive us a little bit closer into the embrace of God. Jesus Christ is with us, and, and hen images, a mother hen with her wings is also a, in many ways a vulnerable image, right? It's not uh, a shield or a fortress, right? And God is present with us in that vulnerability and fear, and we are all worth fearing for. I don't want to send a message of danger or, or terror, but a message of love when sometimes a sense of being loved unconditionally is not enough, perhaps a sense of being precious in the sight of God, being precious in the sight of others, being worth being afraid for, can drive us a little closer into the embrace that Christ desires to show us.